Hello, everyone. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the And I Am podcast. I am your host. I am your coach, Ann Billingsley. And I am excited about this week's podcast because it is a part of my everyday brand and it is entitled Keep Going. Yes, you heard it right. Keep Going and don't give up. Today's podcast is brought on by the scripture that comes out of Galatians 6 and 9. And it reads, let us not become weary in well-doing for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So this is a scripture that I hold near and dear to my heart as so many other scriptures that encourages us not to give up, not give in, but to keep going. So I am excited about this week's podcast. There are times in my single not just as a single parent, but times in my singlehood that I had to keep going. I had to press towards the mark and not give up. So let me tell you where this brand came from. So of course, I told you all where I come from. I was a single woman. I was a single parent. I had to take on the responsibilities of my child, of my bills, of my rent, all on my own. One income. So I was uh, a babe in the faith, you know, so my faith wasn't where it is now where I know God to be this great provider. I know God to be a way maker. I know him to be the water in the desert. I know him to straighten every crooked path and make it straight. But back then, you know, I was learning. I was just beginning to learn how to talk to God, to pray and to, and to believe. So there were times where I wanted to give up. There were times where I fell on my face in my room and just cried out to God, like, God, where is my help? And I remember opening the Bible one day and I began to read and I seen the scripture that said, look to the hills which cometh your help for all your help comes from the Lord. And I'm just like, wow. It was almost telling me to lift up my head. Oh, ye gates, be ye lifted up so the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. So it was letting me know no matter what you're going through, no matter what battle you're facing, God is mighty in that thing. So I had to lift up my head and look to the hills which cometh my help. And as I remember crying and wiping my tears, I can literally hear a whisper say, now keep going. It will tell me to keep going, keep going. There were times when I was going through on my job, maybe about maybe 10 to 15 years ago, I remember going through on my job and I just wonder why is this person nagging at me? Why is this person so against me? Why is this person every day? I'm about to quit. I remember wanting to quit. Now, mind you, this is a part-time job. I was working part-time as a bank teller back then and I had one income. So I was paying my rent with one check and my electric bill. The next bill, I would pay my gas bill. And then I went out and made a bed decision, but it seemed wise and responsible at the time to get a car and purchase a car and get a car note. So I had to pay my car note. I forgot about the insurance that you would have to pay on it. I paid the gas bill, the put gas in the car and not to mention the maintenance that comes along. And then just everyday life, you know, had to buy food. Sometimes we would have to go without food or go to my sister's house. I thank God for my village. Let's pause right there. I thank God for my village. So it wasn't just 
me. It was a village that God had blessed me with to remind me and to push me to keep going. So one particular day I was at home and I was crying and I was just saying the job is easy, but the people are hard. The person, she was hard to work with. So I got so angry one day when they um, persecuted and lied against me that I was saying to myself, I'm I'm about to just go and throw the, the keys at the desk. I, and then I started thinking, okay, Ann, but what if the keys hit her? Then they say insubordination. And what if this? And I just began to think to myself and I was just thinking, I don't want to be here anymore. I was about to give up under pressure. And I remember crying out to God and telling him that this is so hard for me to be making just enough to get by, but going through so much. You know, I was thinking, I'm not rich. You know, I was thinking, why am I going through this? Where is my mercy? Where is my grace? Not knowing that the mercy, um, God's word says his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. So I remember crying out to God and I told him that I'm ready to quit. And when I heard that whisper again, say, keep going keep going, just keep going. And one particular time I was going through with my daughter, her school kept calling me. I was part-time again. I couldn't really take off. I went on my lunch breaks to check on her. I would let her go over to a friend's house on weekends and that wasn't quite working out. So I was asking God, where is my break? I am so tired. I was always remembering talking to God a lot, you know, building a relationship with him. Talking to God is not just when you're saying, oh God, you're so good. Oh God, you're so merciful. Even in any relationship, you'll have to talk about your feelings and your emotions and you'll have to wait for the response. So in that, I said, okay, God, I don't know what to do. I feel alone. I feel abandoned. I feel neglected. I feel the neglect from the other parent. So I was really feeling like, okay, God, what do I do? And I'm telling you all, I am not making this up after much prayer and much reading of the word. I remember hearing the Holy Spirit whisper to me, keep going to see what the end is going to be. And oh my gosh, I can remember laying there falling to sleep, waking up with another level of strength another zeal of energy to keep going, to not give up. So that's why I tell you with this podcast that this top this topic on today is very near and dear to me. It's very personal. It's my brand. It's who I am. I cannot give up. My husband and I, um, as a family, this month alone has went through enough that the average person that doesn't have their hope in God will give up and give in and ask God, why me? But I remember God telling me to keep going. One of the things that always helped me to keep going is to know that life is not just about me. You know, I heard a saying that said, um, the two best days of your life is the day that you're born and the day that you find out why. But I add the third thing to that. The day that you're born, the day that you find out why, and the day that you realize that life is not about you. It's not. You have to keep going for the next person. Your obedience and your uh, perseverance to keep going is for the next person behind you. It's for a generation. I have to keep going to show my daughter perseverance. 
You know, I have to keep going to show her that it gets greater. Better is the end of the thing than the beginning. So she remembered me as a single woman telling her, Nani, one day we're going to get help. One day we won't have to bring all these bags in on our own. One day we're going to have help bringing the laundry in if we don't have a laundry room of our own. I just remember talking to her by faith and she can now see the manifestation of my faith, the manifestation of me not giving up. So this is a generational thing. You not giving up can be a, bl- a generational blessing beginner, something that you're beginning for your bloodline by not giving up and just seeing what the end is going to be. Y'all, I'm excited on today. I thank God for this podcast. I thank God for this opportunity to speak to you through this uh, platform because this is a very encouraging podcast on tonight. Amen. We're going to go to another scripture. This is a scripture that's near and dear to me. And I did write about this in my first book. My first book is entitled Single Don't Mean Sorrow, Find Your Purpose and Prosper. And my second book is entitled My Teller Made Man It's Never Too Late to Wait. And if you read my second book, the first one and the second one, you'll notice how I couldn't give up, how I had to keep going just to see what the end is going to be. So I wrote my first book in my singlehood and I wrote my second book in my married life. So I I was able to see what the end is going to be years later. And God is still steadily writing my love story. He's steadily writing my life journal. And it's all about giving him glory. Amen. Amen. So let's turn to Psalms 91. And it reads, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling, there shall be no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your tent. For he shall give his angels charge over you to guard you in all of your ways. They shall bear you up on their hands. Least you strike your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon lions and adders. The young lions and the serpents shall trample under your feet. I notice how it says you should tread. When you look up the word tread, tread is an action word. That's that's a person that's going, not going backwards, but a tread. Even when you're in the pool, you're going forward when you're treading. You're just moving lightly. So when you're treading, the, the Bible tells us that you shall tread upon lions. You know how a lion is. That roar of a lion scares us enough. The size of a lion scares up an, us enough. And you mean to tell me I'll be able to tread up on lions and adders? The young lions and the serpents shall trample under my feet. Trample, action word. You have to be moving under my feet. Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. When the Lord says this in Psalms 91 and 15, he shall call 
call upon me, that's an action word. That's someone that's pressing through. That's someone that needs help and know that they want to go to the next level because they are in trouble. So the Bible says he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. That means that trouble is going to come. The Lord is telling you that he will be with you in trouble. He will be with us in trouble. Trouble is going to come, but it will not last always. So back to the scripture, it says, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is a promise to you that if you just keep going and do not give up. God will deliver you out of any trouble that you are facing. There is nothing too hard for our God. God can take you from the trenches. Come on. He can take you from the trenches to a mansion. Do you hear me on today? With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God wants to give us long life. So you just have to keep going no matter the doctor's report, no matter the people's report, because sometimes people People will say all kinds of malice and evil against you, but you have to keep going through every word, curse through every persecution and take the word of God as your shield and be ready to tear them down. Amen. So in my notes, I did write to the married woman, keep going to the married man, keep going. There are times I wanted to give up. But giving up now is not an option. You have to make keep going the only option in your life. Yes, sometimes we have to pause. Sometimes we have to cry. Sometimes we may kick and scream and ask God why. But at the end of the day, at the end, when you get done, you have to keep going. And you have to see what the end is going to be. Because I promise you, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. If I would have gave up in my singlehood and said, oh, well, this is too hard. I'm going to get my own man. I'm going to get my own car. I want to work at another job. Forget this. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through the fire. And I would have gave up. My ending right now with the husband that I have can be totally different. I could be on five babies, raising them on my own. No offense to anyone that has that because you've been graced for that. But that wasn't the vision that I had and I never thought that I was able to carry that load. This can be a different situation that I have now, full of drama. I could be in all, any and everything, but no, I didn't give up. I said that for God I live and for God I die daily to my flesh. So I had to lock my flesh down. I had to keep my eyes on the Lord and look to the hill which cometh my help because the Bible said all my help comes from the Lord. I didn't say it. He said it. So I had to be confident in that thing and I had to keep going. There are so many stories that I can tell the times that I wanted to give up, but I had to keep going from when bills were piling up against me. I wanted to give up, but I had to keep going. There were times when me and my daughter were facing homelessness. I was just a single parent and I was living with my sister and then things wasn't going too great there. And I wanted to at that moment and I wanted to go and just sleep in my car. And I could just remember hearing, just go sleep in your car. You don't, you don't want to go through this pressure, but guess what? Everywhere that you, you go, there you are. Everywhere that you go, there you are. 
sometimes you can't give give up because God is working something out of you to get something into you. The pressure only comes to refine you. With that being said, let me read this next scripture to you. And it comes from the book of Revelations 3 and 18. And it says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by the fire that you may be rich and in white garments that you may be dressed that the shame of your nakedness may not appear and anoint your eyes with eyesop that you may see. Sometimes you have to buy from God the gold that has been refined in the fire. He wants to take you through it to get you to it. You're going to come out as per gold if you do not give up and you just keep going, keep pressing because it does get greater later. I don't care what it is. If it's your marriage, I pray for you right now that if you just hang in there, don't throw in the towel. If you have to seek counsel, you have to seek prayer, you have to seek the word of God to apply it to your marriage. Just keep going and get the instructions of the Holy Spirit if that's what he wants you to do. Because anything that God ends, he will always give you a way of escape from it, a healthy way of escape. If you're quiet enough to listen to the instructions of the Holy Spirit, if it's not healthy for you, if it's not healthy for your spirit, he will give you a way of escape. If it's your job and you're going through, if you're getting more bruised than you are bucks, Keep going. Allow God to open the door for you. Allow him to tell you when it's time to give up. Because guess what? I met a young lady at my old job and she invited me to a barbecue. And in that barbecue, she began to talk to me about where do I work? I told her I, um, I work in a bank. And she said, well, how about working at the credit union? I've been there for about 15 years. You can say my name, you'll get hired. I filled out the application. I put her name. They called me, they hired me. They gave me $3 more plus full time, plus benefits coming away from that part-time employment where I I was going through and I was able to go in that job and create new relationships. So what I tell you today is if I would have gave up at level one at that part-time job because of the pressure, I would never ran into that lady in that bank that invited me to a barbecue that invited me to apply at her job. Do you understand? God wants to connect the dots, but we cannot remove the dots because of the pressure. We have to remember to keep going. We have to be disciplined enough to keep going. All right. You can stand. It's a song years ago that says, can you stand the rain? Sunny days. Everybody loved them. But tell me, can you stand the rain? So my question to you today is, can you stand the rain? Can you weather the storm? I'm telling you, the Bible tells us that trouble will come, but God also promised us that he will be with us always, even until the end of the earth. So we must learn how to keep going, weather the storm, don't give up. Don't give up and don't give in to see what the end is going to be. Because I say it again, that better is the end of the thing than the beginning. It does get greater later. We have to learn how 
how to embrace the state that we are in. I embrace my state as a single parent. I was a single parent for about 12 years, as I stated in my first podcast. Check it out. It's entitled Single Don't Mean Sorrow. And I had to learn how to embrace that state. I couldn't believe it was me. But when I thought back, I said I had to keep going and my keep going and my pressing and allowing and taking the instructions from God and allowing him to purge me and purify me in the fire that I can come out as pure gold. Then I was shining bright enough for a man of God to see me and want me to shine with him. And he took me as his wife. So I'm telling you today, you can be in one place today and a whole nother different level tomorrow because you kept going. Amen. You can. And I was able to get that job and get those benefits. The benefits of keep going is very great. Amen. I use the job as an example, but when you think about it spiritually in the kingdom, that God's benefits for your life is very great if you just keep going and don't give up. All right. So we can go to the next scripture, which is Psalms 30 and five. And this is a really uh, popular scripture that most people uh, read. And it says for his anger endures, but a moment in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I am a living testament that joy does come in the morning. I am sitting here today. And, and my night has been the last three weeks, but today I felt peace. Today I felt joy. And I'm telling you that if you have went through it, you understand if you're in it, you're coming out. And if you're getting ready to enter, no fear, no worries. God is with you and weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I thank God for my morning. I want you all to thank God for your morning. All right, so that is all the scripture that we have today. Today, I'm gonna ask you all if you wanted to reach me, if you wanna talk to me, if you need uh, just some tips of encouragement, if you want to press forward, you can uh, reach me at Bills. 30 at gmail.com. Also visit my website at annbillingsley.net. That's A-N-N-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y.net. Leave me a comment. Visit my store. We have books on there. Single Don't Mean Sorrow, Find Your Purpose and Prosper, and My Teller Made Man. Let me tell you about my first book. When you flip to the back, it says Tips of Encouragement. I have tips on there that encourages people to keep going. And I also have a journal in the back if you wanted to start journaling because I started journaling. That's how I got into book writing and I'm writing my third book as we speak. And I won't give too much about that. I wanted to surprise you guys. And next week we have an awesome, awesome topic. I can't wait to get to that one. And you'll see what that is on next week. But as for this week, I want you all to keep going. Don't look back and see what the end is gonna be. I wanted to leave you all with this quote, where you are divinely positioned, you are divinely protected. That quote is given to us by Dr. Bill Winston. This is your coach, Ann Billingsley, encouraging you on today to keep going and don't give up.